Welcome to an extended episode of Whiskey and Mash. Welcome to this week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I'm Gloria Ackerman. This week we will be doing three episodes because I miscalculated earlier in the season. We will be looking at Season 7, Episode 20, Hot Lips is Back in Town, Season 7, Episode 21, Cave, and Season 7, Episode 22, Rally Round the Flag Boys. We'll start off with Hot Lips is Back in Town. Uh, short synopsis, um, they were having a medical staff meeting, and during the staff meeting, Radar came in with the mail, and Margaret got her divorce papers. Mm-hmm. And clearly upset about yep. getting them. I mean, happy because it's over, but clearly upset. No one ever wants their marriage to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, then they in came tons of wounded, so they had to go right to work. You don't really get to deal with your feelings in MASH. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Hawkeye and BJ noticed that she was hurt, so they decided to take her out that night and tie one on, which I thought was interesting because Margaret outdrank both of them. Yeah. <laughs> By a lot. By a lot. And um, during her session out with the boys, she came up with a great idea how she can, she decided the Army is her love. The Army is what she's going to pursue. She's going to be the best. She's going to be general. So she woke up Sherman Potter and said, asked for his permission to go. And he said, go ahead. He just wanted her to leave. And what she started was the triage, the nurse's triage, which we hear a lot about throughout Mm -hmm. the um, seasons of MASH left over. It actually becomes quite famous. Um, So that's that's, um, the main plot. A second plot is Radar. Um, Lieutenant Nugent came to town, Mm -hmm. and Radar was smitten right away. So he goes to Hawkeye for advice. It doesn't work. He went to Winchester for advice. Doesn't work. You have to be yourself was the main ending mm. of that. So those yeah. were the two plots. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, just, yeah, very interesting how this starts. Um, it starts in the mess tent. We get the monthly staff meeting, which if you remember from... Um, I think it was a season two episode. Those are always very productive at MASH. Um, if you remember in that one, Radar's reading the minutes of the meeting, the last mm-hmm. monthly staff meeting that was held three months ago. But do you think there's a difference between a medical staff meeting and a regular? Because the other one, um, it was Father all the... Mulcahy was at, wasn't he? I think this was the same sort. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Maybe Father just couldn't make it, but it... You know, the main thing that came out of this before it broke up because Radar was delivering mail was that uh, triage needs to go quicker. Right. You know, Potter picked on Winchester. You can't get case histories before you make a diagnosis. Just get them going and get them into OR. And then uh, he said to Margaret, you know, your nurses, some of them are stronger than me. They can't be afraid to pick up a litter. And Hawkeye just looks at Potter. Stronger than you, really? Which ones? (laughs) I liked Uh, that. I did too. (laughs) Yeah, that 
again, that just reminds me of the episode, uh, I think, where we first get Bigelow named because it's um, the one where Hawkeye goes blind. Oh, yes. Temporarily. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he just, oh, must be Bigelow. And he's just <laughs> holding onto her shoulders. How did you know? Never mind. <laughs> but oh. that's what that reminded me of. Because we start, we actually see Bigelow, I think, in each one of these I think so, episodes. too. I think so, too. It's so she's becoming a main character. Yeah. The funny part about this particular episode is Margaret invited the general without talking to Colonel Potter. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, you need to talk to me before you do something like that. Kind of letting her know not to do it. But she said, hmm, already oh, did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here on Saturday. <laughs> oh, goodness. So she had like days to teach her nurses how, how to, to triage. How to yeah. triage. But I think they were all knew what they were doing to begin with. Well, I mean, you know, they were all trained in medicine. It was just a matter of what prioritizing the wounded. Right. Yeah. And um, Winchester, he's trying to help um, instruct the nurses in triage, and he's just talking down to them. It's so ridiculous. Yes, he started explaining what the word triage meant, which, <sighs> you know, they've been at MASH for how long. Yeah. Margaret's like, I think we know what triage means. Can we move on with it, please, Major? Yeah, I'm curious to see where this one comes in the lineup of how they were oh, filmed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you'll find out why later on, but... But, just curious. Yeah. By the way, I really enjoyed while they were learning how to triage the two things that uh-huh. happened. First, you see Radar as one of the wounded, and he's taking Hawkeye's advice of ignoring ignoring Lieutenant Nugent. But he's taking it to the extreme. He learned the lesson too well. So when Nugent is talking to him, he's just like da da da, not listening to you, pretending like you're not here. She thought he was blowing him off. Yeah. Radar, you're screwing it up, buddy. <laughs> but then uh, BJ comes in dressed in a very... <laughs> Military MP. Yeah, in, in a... But more like a sketch comedy MP uniform. Right. And, and then Hawkeye comes in with this pillow Shit. stuffed in his shirt. And it, he, he almost looks like a French general with all his medals and yeah, a flat Yeah, he had medals all over. And, I was wondering where he got them. Because yeah, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, and he starts... Not even like innuendo. He just starts propositioning the nurses, and Margaret grabs the pointer that Charles had and started chasing him out. Get out! Get out! But they were almost like Halloween costumes. Oh yeah, they were so over no. the top. Yeah, it was great. And Hawkeye looks at BJ and goes, "Kano, sound retreat." And he, BJ takes out one of like at New Year's you have those whistles that you blow, and yeah. it un furls because you're blowing air through it and he does that right into Winchester's face and then they get chased out by Margaret. Because that's pretty much all you, you don't see much of them this episode. No, that was really neat. I, I liked that bit where Margaret just like, get out, get out, get out, get out! I'm serious here! <laughs> she was whipping him across the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then they're practicing triage and uh what happens? General Weiskopf comes. Yeah. Oh, and Lyle, you're not supposed to, to be, be here, here yet. She thought she had a couple hours yet, and he came early. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, Major, Major, leave the wounded where they are. 
because that one stood up to salute, <laughs> but they weren't real wounded. They were like radar and the yeah. people pretending to be wounded so that he could see the triage mm-hmm. and how it works. But he had other intentions. Yeah, actually, yeah. he wasn't there to look at the triage. He was there to look at Margaret. Yeah, what did he offer her? A, a promotion, a great promotion with benefits, and she would work with him and. Yeah. Um, Lieutenant Colonel down in Tokyo. And After a long day, we said, could walk I'm only, through the I'm, gardens. I'm only a major. How could I go from major to Lieutenant Colonel? Look, Margaret, here you're a major. In Tokyo, you're, you're a Lieutenant Colonel. And after a long day of work, we can walk through the gardens and then go back to my place for a little nightcap and a game of... I can't remember what he said, but it was like... Tickling, yeah, yeah, something like that, mm-hmm. and yeah, dress up play. She just said, "No, that's not how it is this time. I'm serious. I, yeah. if you want that little girl to go find another one, but for <laughs> me, I'm, I'm taking my career serious. She threw him out, and then I love what she said. Here's yeah. to me. Yeah, he had he had come into her tent, poured two glasses of twelve year old scotch. She chased him out, and then she just, yeah, held up one. Held up one and drank it and said, here's to me. Which, again, this is something I've been saying for seasons, and this is Margaret. This is the Margaret we... This is where she comes into her own. We've been growing into this Margaret for seven seasons. And she's finally... Arrived. arrived. We've arrived at this Margaret. Because, you know, at the end of the show, spoilers, what does she do? She stays with the army and she goes to Vietnam to head a nursing staff or the nursing program there. So this is her making that decision. This is Margaret becoming the woman. Who she is always going to be. Yeah. And it, it took her seven seasons to grow into She always it. thought she needed a man. But then she realized. And then realized she realized when she got those divorce papers, you almost saw it hit her. Mm-hmm. I don't need a man to define me. Right. I I am who I am, and I I can be my own support system. Mm Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it. I love it, too. I absolutely love it. Uh, Oh, I like the end, though. When Radar finally does get the girl, (laughs) he decided to be himself, and he walked into the the nurse's nurse's camp, and he excused the other nurse that was in Bigelow. Yeah. With them and asked her out as himself. Yeah. Kind of bold. Well, it and he expected to fail because he already had this script in his head of, No, I'm not well, if I'm not good enough for you, then that's fine. And I'll just, yes? You said yes? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes Radar. And they were dancing and everyone was staring. Now, now, to be fair, everybody else was just in their normal... Uh, duty uniforms. And he was dressed. He was in his class A's, his brown yeah. So With the I mean, tie tucked in as I'm, well. I'm just pointing out, even Nugent wasn't that dressed up, but Radar was. But yeah, everybody, keep going, everybody was. Everyone was looking at them, yeah. and she's like, wonder why everyone's looking at us. He, he at first said, well, because I take so many women here. Yeah. And she's like, Radar? Not again. Well, to tell you the truth, it's because I'm here with the prettiest girl in camp. Yeah, and like you, and I mean, then Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye raised a glass to him, like, 
good for you. Be yourself, and mm. you got the girl. Because he's always been telling Radar, Be in, in the end, he'll make fun of Radar for this, that, and the other thing, for being short, like I do with Laura. But in the end, Hawkeye is most proud of Radar mm-hmm. when he's in se- when he is himself. Yep. And that's what he was. So that was great. Yeah, it was. I love that ending. Yeah. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Anything else about this? No, I... I love the Margaret coming into her own. Mm-hmm. That's, I think we brought up everything. How about you? Yeah, no, I agree. It wasn't well, It wasn't as packed full as the last couple of episodes, oh, no. which yeah. is fine because we've had a lot of episodes lately that have been really chock full of plot. And like we normally say, you need that like full... Character uh, development. Well, you, you, you need that one that's full of plot and then that one that's just kind of decompressing. Mm -hmm, afterward it normally cycles and we've had like four or six where it's just been plot 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 just full and you you just become inundated with what's going on and so it's nice that the story moves there are no there's no downtime but it's not it's not where it's overly going all the time sometimes it's just it's just those two and that's it um so it's really nice to me to have, I think all three of these are kind of like that, where they're just... Right. It was a good day for it. It's snowing here. I, yeah. Just a good day for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, a little trivia from this one. I didn't realize this until I read it. Um, if you remember, when Margaret gets engaged, she's giggling on the phone when talking to Frank. and uh, Or no, not to Frank. To Potter, I think. And uh, she mentions, yeah, Lyle threw a wonderful party. For Donald and I. Lyle? General Weiskopf. He's such oh. a... It's the same general. Oh. Because it's lieutenant... Uh, no, major general. Major general? Two stars. That would be major general um, Lyle Weiskopf. Who comes to MASH to observe Margaret's thing. And right. then hits on her with the caveat of a uh, promotion. So it's that general. The one who threw her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Walt, speaking of, let's get into the uh, recurring uh, guest star cast Walter Brook as General Weiskopf, Lyle Weiskopf. We had Peggy Lee Brennan as Lieutenant Linda Nugent. Uh, Jan Jordan as Nurse Baker and Ed Kent as Nurse Bigelow. Kelly Nakahara as Nurse Kelly. She gets credited. Yes. Uh, and then we get also in the background Gwen Farrell, Lori Bates, Jennifer Davis, and Sherry Saba. So even though we're not always getting, um, you know, all these people credited, we're getting a lot of the same extras time and time again. Yeah. Like, uh, which they should be because yeah, Roy Goldman keeps showing up, and he actually who's Roy Goldman? Um. Let's see here. I think he Roy Goldman plays Private Roy Goldman. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. Not a far stretch. No, in the last episode, he helps get the patient back from the swamp after he tries okay. to attack Hawkeye. Okay. It's that guy. So, but he's starting to come up a lot more too, and we start to see Igor more and more. And Zale. Zale. Yeah, and it's really neat because something to look for here is all these different characters these minor characters that they're developing because when we get to the last episode of the series we have that scene in the mess tent where they all say what they're planning on doing and we get 
a post mash kind of this is what I intend to do from all of them. We get it from Zale, we get it from Igor, we get it from Brigolow, we get it from Kelly. Remember, so yeah, like we get it from all these people. So we start to see them start to develop because... Because we're going to find out about them. Yeah, well, I, I might be putting the cart before the horse there, but still, we, we start to see them more and more, and then we get a nice little ending for them later. All right. Uh, wait. <laughs> I need yeah. to see that. <laughs> I need to know the production code. <laughs> I need code. to know the production code. It's T419. Uh, on the wiki, the writers are credited as Larry Balmagia, Bernard Dilbert, and Gary Malkowitz, director Charles S. Dubin, and this originally aired January 29th, 1979. Okay. Next up is Season 7, Episode 21, Cave, and that's the, the title is actually just like MASH with the asterisks between all the letters, so C asterisk, A asterisk, cave. Basically what ends up happening is um, we're in post-op and then we hear shells exploding. And then we hear other shells exploding and one of the soldiers in post-op says that's coming from the other direction and so the 477th is caught in a crossfire. And what happened was Somebody didn't file paperwork correctly, and the 4077th was marked as 12 miles away from where they are, so uh, the Fire Direction Control Center thought they were somewhere else when they started shelling this area, and since the U.S. started shelling this area, North Korea started shelling the area, because if we know anything about uh, combat, if one side is shelling the area, it's probably preemptive to a um, an offensive, so the other side will probably start to shell the same area to try and prevent the offensive, and so the 4-double-seventh is caught in the middle. They try to authenticate who they are, but apparently they have an old code book, so their codes are superseded. So, being caught in the crossfire, unable to stop it, Colonel Potter decides we need to evac. Not move the whole mash, because that would be too dangerous. They pack up the patients, the personnel, and only what equipment they need, and head into a cave system near camp. Problem. Hawkeye suffers from claustrophobia. So, basically, one of the main plots here is that they're in this cave system, and Hawkeye can't go into the cave. So he's outside the whole time. At the same time, we learn, and really if you pay attention to the seasons before this, you see it. Margaret is afraid of shellfire. She is afraid of the big guns. And so Hawkeye can't stand to be in the cave, Margaret can't stand to be out of the cave, and all of a sudden one of the patients that Hawkeye had been working on needs surgery that they cannot provide while in the cave. So Hawkeye, since he can't be in the cave, volunteers to take the patient back. Margaret, as head nurse, refuses to let one of her nurses go on an assignment that she wouldn't take herself. They take the patient back, do the surgery at MASH, and the episode ends with everybody coming back to find, once again, a patient, Hawkeye, and Margaret at camp. And sound asleep. And sound asleep. That 
basically said the whole thing. I mean, yeah. there wasn't much to this one. The, no. There was a lot of little things, like you mentioned, the yeah. claustrophobia. And yeah. Um, you know, we, we do see a few things. Uh, we learn, apparently, in this lesson that Father Mulcahy, Charles Winchester, and Klinger all have the same blood type. Mm-hmm. However... In later episodes, only... In earlier, earlier episodes. It's an earlier episode, episode where Klinger has a specific blood type, A B. And, and I think this is like B negative. Right, something. It um I don't think they have it in here. But yeah, this is the episode where we hear Okay, so this is a transitive problem. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a mathematician at heart. This is a transitive problem. We know Klinger's blood type from earlier. We learn Winchester's blood type at one point, and in this episode, we're told that they have the same blood type. However, in the other episodes, they were not the same. same. So, that either means that Winchester changes blood type later, or Klinger changes blood type now. Um, Either way, this is a continuity issue. But that's I do okay. like how Klinger explains it, though, because he says he has the normal blood, and then there's one that's a little blue and one that's a little pure. Oh, yeah, because he... It's, so they're they're in the cave, and a patient needed more blood. Um, so they have Klinger elevated on a gurney, hooked into a tube, and the tube is running down into the vein on the guy on the lower gurney, so that, you know, gravity will through. take it. Yeah, and uh, the guy wakes up, what? What's going on? Hey! How do my corpuscles feel? <laughs> what? How much do I need? Don't worry! However much you need, I can spare it. <laughs> and then he mentions that and, uh, you know, referring to, uh, I think Winchester's is a little bluer. Blue. And, and uh, Father Mulcahy's is a little, little pure. Yeah. And in this one, I think what's implied is they only ever use Father Mulcahy's blood and Klinger's blood. <laughs> But then back at MASH, because when they're operating on, they operate on that guy, don't they? Uh, Is that the guy they operate on? I think so. Isn't it? Because I know there's a comment made with uh, Mulcahy's blood and Klinger's blood in this guy. He's apt to wake up singing Ave Maria in Lebanese. (laughs) So there's that. Um... But yeah, you know, that, again, just a continuity issue, whatever, we didn't really, it's not like this is the first time that we we run into a continuity issue with MASH. Uh, Something else that I I think I noticed, we only ever see one bus. That's what, I wrote that down too. Why is there only one bus with all those patients? There's no way. Uh -uh, Because anyways, you walked into the cave, the cave was full of patients. Yeah. Not only that, but here's here's a further point about the one bus. Think about the episode Rainbow Bridge. Okay, that is way back. That's with Frank when they do the prisoner exchange. It's Frank, Hawkeye, Trapper, Klinger, Radar in a bus. They go and um, they go to Rainbow Bridge and they exchange uh, Chinese prisoners for American prisoners or patients. Do you remember this? Frank has a hidden gun. Okay, I, I know that. And they go on a bus. And I'm pretty sure that they used the same bus footage. Because oh. 
all we see is the bus, and it pulls up to down. a stop in the middle of nowhere, <sighs> and then magically they're in front of the cave. So I'm pretty sure they used that same Rainbow Bridge bus footage. I would have to look at it closer, but I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. But it, it's interesting with Hawkeye and the claustrophobia, because... At it was first, basically, too, Margaret came out, because they kind of yeah. sat in the middle. Yeah. And but they all have fears. Every one do. of us. We all, yeah. we all have our... Yeah. And, and, and Hawkeye never disclosed this, because it never came up. Right. You know, he made the comment, people thought I was just a slob when I was young, but I just couldn't stand to put my clothes into the walk-in closet. Um, but when they first get there, everybody's in, and Colonel Potter goes in, and Hawkeye turns around right at the entrance, and Potter comes back out and says, I'm the CO, I can't go in until you go in, so you have to go in. Uh, I, I don't breathe so well in there, you know. And um, we see him try to go in a couple times. And he goes in once, makes it 20 feet into the cave. Right. <laughs> I think Alan Alda does a great job. He's like, all right. I made it. Everybody take small breaths. <laughs> Same just, just because the walls are closing in on us. And then he made another comment to BJ. You don't mm. feel it, do you? You don't feel I mean, he's kind of mm. grabbing his chest. Yeah. So you knew that he was having heart palpitations. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you you honestly don't feel it, do you? Yeah. So he's uh, physically feeling mm -hmm. all these things. Yeah. And then when he does need to tend to his patient, BJ offers, okay, I'll, um, I'll take a look at him. And Hawkeye goes, no, no, he's my patient. I'll look. So he like raves in. <laughs> runs out takes a few breaths runs back in takes a look at the patient runs back out runs back in and that's when it's okay we have to go we have to take him back to the four double seventh we can't and i don't think hawkeye was too sad about it no he was pretty happy about it it's just margaret was the one really affected by it at that point and there was a patient O'Malley, I think we need to mention. Okay. Just because this patient was oh, very knowledgeable. Yeah, like, yeah. he's the one that knew what kind of artillery they were using. Yeah. He's the one that knew that the um, it, that the shelling was coming from both sides. Yeah. And, and he actually, when, yeah, when yeah. they were taking him out, mm -hmm. they were looking for a way to keep his leg a little bit more still. And he came up with this great idea of putting... Um, Two... Crutches, crutches on either on side. Either side, and at mm -hmm. first they're like, "No, you can't use crutches for a long time." He's like, "No, as braces." Yeah, and then you can just, you can adjust the tension on the end. And yeah, BJ yeah. says, "Is there anything you don't know how to do, O'Malley?" Yeah, duck. Duck, because he was hit. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was funny. It and was. He, he had some very important parts. I just thought yeah. he needed to be mentioned. Well, and he's the one who. BJ and Charles are bending over trying to get this leg uh, uh, up in the cave when Charles is all being doom and gloom. And right. We're all going to die in here, you know. Well, all I would take is, uh, is uh, one shell to the entrance and we're all dead. Well, he That's didn't have to worry monster. because Hawkeye was out there. He would have died. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then Potter finally... Yeah, BJ threatens Charles to shut up, and Potter comes in. You know, the great thing about these caves, they amplify everything ten times. So why don't you two shut up? I still think it's a bad idea. Shut up! 
but and, um, um, one more thing. Yeah. Hawkeye and Margaret, you know, because Margaret hated the loud noises, yeah, so he was yeah. trying to calm her down by playing a game. Yeah, and what was it? So they were playing 20 questions. <laughs> you had to think of someone from 200 years ago. We found out she was female. Yeah. And who would it be? <laughs> Joan of Arc. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? And this is one, like, Margaret was sure that they were going to die by a shell. And Hawkeye just said, who else would you have been thinking about in the last five minutes? <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Not a whole lot happened, but we had a lot no. to say about it. Yeah. No, I agree. Easy to, um, synopsis. No, e e easy to, uh, say what's going on in short, but then, yeah, like you say. Uh, guest stars recurring cast we had Mark L. Taylor as O'Malley, Basil Hoffman as Major Bardoff. That was the guy in the, uh, fire control center saying, I'm sorry. Your codebook is superseded. If you're one of them, stay right where you are and we'll get you. If you're one of us, get out of there. You're in danger. We had Charles B. Jenkins as Private Lovett. I'm guessing that was... Uh, the other one that they operated on? Yeah, the, the one who needed Hawkeye's attention again. Annette Kent as Nurse Bigelow. Hey, she shows up again. And Jennifer Davis Westmore as Nurse. Well, he hit on her right at the beginning, too, so she had lines. <laughs> do you get off at one? <laughs> yep. Yes, Captain. Yes, so Doctor. Do so do I. <laughs> Shall I meet you in your tent? Not a chance, <laughs> Doctor. Simple yes would have sufficed. Production code for this episode was T423, so this was second to the last shot for the season. Uh, 21st shown. The writers... Larry Balmagia and Ronnie Graham and the director was William Jurgensen. Original air date was February 5th, 1979. And go ahead and tell about the next one because I know I you're a to... flag, flag fanatic. Oh, <laughs> it's a flag episode. It's a flag. Season 7, episode 22. Rally round the flag, boys. Uh, according to the wiki, this is the final appearance of oh, Colonel really? Samuel Flagg. Yeah. Oh. So, so sad. <laughs> um, and in all honesty, this is probably my second least favorite episode involving <laughs> Colonel Flagg because he's just a jerk, such a goof. I mean, you know, like Colonel Potter says, there goes uh, counterintelligence if I ever saw it, but he's not this dumb. I mean, the rest of the time. <laughs> and to be honest, my favorite one is the one where Margaret is missing just because of how he exits. It's uh, the one where he says, look, I'm the wind. Nobody sees me leave. If you don't close your eyes, I'm not, not leaving. leaving. Oh, Everyone close their eyes. <laughs> and then you hear, <laughs> and then there's a broken window. I love that exit. Here, it's a very flag exit, but it's less flag. It's less true flag than I want. It's it's much more frank at the end. It is flag. frank at the end. I was I was in fact I have that written down. Okay. Frank esque he was. Yeah, it, it's very dumb flag as opposed to. It's uncaring. Yeah, because like in the other episodes, he self injures himself, which right. is a whole different type of stupid. But this is just stupid, stupid. It's just, just it, stupid, stupid. Uh, but anyway. Um, 
We open with triage. Yeah, Pierce and Winchester one. are on the bus. Uh, a a soldier. Uh, Basil, Basil, is on the yeah. bus, and he says, "Can you look at my buddy, Doc?" And uh, Hawkeye looks at him, and he he has a belly wound or like an abdominal wound. It was and bad. It was bad, and Hawkeye says he goes first, and then Winchester is looking at a North Korean patient. Uh, almost no pupil reaction. He's a lost cause. And Hawkeye just says, wait, 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 let me look. Charles, there's some pupil reaction. We can save him. He goes up in front of him. So he puts the North Korean. In front of him. And, uh... Oops. I'm gonna... Hold on. I have this guy's name written down in a way that I can pronounce somewhere. Baskel. Basgal. That's how they pronounce it, is Basgal. And he's the one that, um... He was said, the, look at my buddy. Yeah. Okay. But, he's... you know, he says, hey, 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 he was just trying to kill us. Now you're going to put him in front of one of our boys? And Hawkeye just says, yeah, crazy how that works, huh? Plus, this is his guy's buddy. Yeah. You know, I, I, the guy's a little nuts about it, but think mm -hmm. about it. You know, you're out killing these people, so it's in their heads. Yeah. See, it's not all this guy's fault. No, absolutely you know, not. As, 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 it makes him look kind of nuts in here, but yeah. all I could think of is, can you imagine if that was you? No. No, I couldn't. If it was and, and if it was my buddy Eric or my buddy Aaron, right. and, I'd probably lose my mind, too. Right. But And yeah, someone the, that you were fighting against. Mm-hmm. No, that it, you dehumanize the enemy. Right. You in have order, to. In order to make it okay to kill them. This is, right. this is a tried and true method for soldiers i mean it's documented and then you see a doctor taking one of your enemy uh, before your friend yeah that you thought was going to go first yeah but yeah anyway, okay i just yeah. sorry no absolutely no I... no that that's a big point of mine too but baskel uh is a really big part of this episode because right. throughout it you know he's he's trying to get his buddy out of there with him so that he's not stuck with that commie lover pierce right. and you know then he attacks pierce later in the episode and intertwined with this, we have Flag who shows up, A, because the 4-7th didn't disclose that they had an enemy combatant. We did, sir. We reported that. You mean I worked over my informant just for the fun of it? <laughs> but then also, he's trying to pin Pierce for being a pinko commie lover. Pinko, that's... He says and, that a uh, lot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's... When they're in post-op, Flag stops Pierce. I'm going to paraphrase this because I didn't write it down. But he says something to the effect of, you took a yellow-red in front of a blue GI, and that's pretty pinko. And Pierce just says, wow, you're even boring in Technicolor. Um, but yeah, Flag is there because of Pierce taking the North Korean ahead of an American, and Flag tries to make a big case out of it. And we've seen Flag there, and they acknowledge that. And in the end, Flag uh, gets set up by Winchester in a brilliant way, and he ends up leaving kind of Winchester disgraced. Winchester just surprises you every once in a while, yeah. doesn't he? I no. just, I like that character. Now, now, the sneakiness he displays here, I'm not a big fan of it in the one where he's pitting the captains against Margaret. Oh. Because it's the same sneakiness. I'm not a big fan of that. No, Because no. of how it turns out. In this one, I love that sneakiness of Charles. 
He thinks ahead of things. Yeah. You know, he, he gets people in a different way. So let's talk about how he does that here, because at first, Flag tries to get him to work for him, realizing that this is kind of the Frank analog. And, okay, you're, you want to go home. You want to go to Boston. I can make that happen. So he tries know. to... Do you think he really could? Oh, I'm sure he could. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if he would have in the end, but he probably could, could. have if okay. he really wanted to. Um, but as Frank, or as uh, Charles has said before, Winchesters are not spies. We do hire them on occasion. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, here, okay, bribing doesn't work. So then blackmail. Uh, Flag turns to blackmail, and at that point, I think Winchester decides, okay, I'm going to get him. So he sets him up. Because we open this episode with uh, Hawkeye and Potter yeah, were playing. Were they playing bridge? They were playing bridge. Okay. Against, I don't play bridge. I neither do I. They were playing against these two South Korean guys, and Winchester was watching. Okay. So, and he knew that they had another game planned for another time. Yes. And Ten so he, in the swamp. he puts this little map of the camp with a clock under the North Koreans' pillow and post op so that Flag would find it. He has to point it out to Flag. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who's supposed to be a spy. And then he has to explain to Flag what the little circle with the arrows in it is. But making Flag think that he thought of it himself. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think that might be a clock? Oh, it's a clock. Mm. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yes. Hmm. I can fit that into my schedule. But he sets Flag up because who are the two Koreans? They are the mayor and the chief of police of Weijangbu. Yeah. <laughs> so. And he went out and got oh MPs God. to Boston. Yeah. So Flag has officials, like official MPs with him to arrest these this spy ring. And it ends up being the mayor and the chief of police of the nearby Korean city. And, and the thing is, Flag really thinks that Potter and, uh, you know, they're firing against the army yeah so. i see who this is this is a a plot that goes all the way i'll get to the bottom of this if i have to go right to the top and then <laughs> flag turns out the light in the swamp and turns back on and he's gone so it, it's it's a very flag exit but it's <laughs> a little anticlimactic but well. again i love how charles sneakily Sets him up. Don't find it anticlimactic, especially in OR. That part maybe. Yeah. But in OR, when that guy starts mm. talking, they were going to put under what's his name? How do you say it again? Baskell. Baskell. They were going to put Baskell under, but he's just yelling at Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. You dirty commie. Yeah. Whatever. I can't believe you would do that. And you see, Hawkeye loses temper. Yeah. No, it, it took a long time to save the Korean. And Charles makes a comment, a, a very off-color comment about that to yes. Hawkeye in the mess tent. If you had lost the North Korean, you would have been a fool. If you would have lost the American, you would have been a cad. But since both survived, mm, you are the lucky stiff. Yes. It, this is Hawkeye. He's going to save everyone possible. 
And and he doesn't look at color, race, clothes. He's he even said in here, there's no uniforms. Yeah. All uniforms got removed. And um, he does realize though, I think that he was taking a long time on this guy because he's on the American when Baskell comes in. And he was down on the list. And uh, Hawkeye is just haggard from this. And uh, Charles says, has your uh, foray into North Korea affected your surgical ability? So Hawkeye realizes that it's been taking a while and he's running behind. And so he's doing his best. And Baskell just isn't helping. No, and it hurt. I like. Yeah. I just felt so bad for him because you mm -hmm. could see the pain in him. Like. Yeah. People are people to him, but this guy, it was his friend. Yeah. Now, okay, but speaking of friends, let's talk about BJ's BJ. <laughs> BJ's you made reaction. me write that down. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I was pointing out to Laura, too, because uh, afterward, Hawkeye wants to apologize to Baskell and post-op. BJ's like, no, that's a bad idea. You're going to go in there. He isn't going to forgive you. It's going to be a bad situation. Are, are you saying I can't keep my temper? Want me to apologize? apologize? My my thermostat is set my lower. My thermostat is set lower than yours. Which really ticked off Hawkeye. I, I, I'm going to go now. I feel another fit coming on. And that's when he runs into Colonel Flagg in post-op. And makes a Technicolor comment. But, um, you know, BJ but ends up talking to Baskell. When Baskell wants his buddy to go with him. And, ba and uh, BJ says, look, Baskell. You have to, uh, Captain Pierce is just about the best surgeon around here. All you doctors, you're all the same. You stick up for one another. You don't care about the patient. All you care about is yourselves. Ba Baskell, you're just going to have to believe that what Captain Pierce thinks is best for your friend is. And, uh... Baskell went and found him in his tent. Yeah, he had this cane that he was kind of clutching when BJ was talking to him he take he obviously needs it to get to the swamp he finds Hawkeye and then he starts to attack him with the cane and guess who lost it <laughs> yeah he he busts this cane which I'm curious if that was meant to happen or if that just happened I don't know you couldn't tell yeah because all of a sudden it had like a, a sharper end <laughs> and uh Hawkeye ends up picking up a uh uh you know, I have a bag like that. It's it's a suitcase, but it's also like a garment bag for your, your dress uh -huh. uniform or your dress clothes. And uh, all of a sudden, yeah, BJ comes in. Vasco, what are you doing? I should snap your neck. <laughs> and, and Hawkeye has it. to jump in and save Vasco. And uh, then BJ said, notice I don't practice what I preach. <laughs> yeah. So, Which, by the way, that's exactly when Roy Goldman appears in this episode. Is Oh, yes, because then they had him take Baskell back to OR. Yeah. So, there we go. That's where we get Private Roy Goldman yeah, okay. <laughs> in the episode. Um, uh, a few other things that I really love about this episode, because I think we've run front to back through it. Yes, we have. Um, there's uh, a point where... Charles is trying to find something for Flag. He's going through some of Pierce's letters. Oh. And uh, Pierce comes into the swamp and he's talking into his hot water bag. And then he makes a comment to Charles. Every time Flag shows up, I start looking for hidden microphones. I'm going to go to the latrine now. The echo will kill him. He was going to sing Carmen. <laughs> the echo will kill him. <laughs> oh! 
It just... <laughs> I, I just love it. My other... And I can't remember who said this. I think mm-hmm. it was Winchester said... And I had to find his weak spot. Oh, yes, he did. Because... Oh, yeah. The, I had to find was... his weak spot. And I did. Right above his neck. Yeah. Yeah, and that's after uh, we learned that Winchester set flag up. Yes. And then Potter says, okay, Winchester, you can tell us the rest while you play. play. Yeah, uh, BJ lost his, or Hawkeye, Hawkeye lost his place playing bridge. Why? kind of stunk at it. <laughs> oh my goodness, did he stink at it. <laughs> at okay. the beginning. I, I know nothing about bridge. I know a little bit about, um, oh goodness, now I can't remember the name. Um, your, your mom played it a lot. Sheep head. Yes, sheep's head, which is like euchre. But here's Hawkeye. They're they're doing their opening bids for the hand, um, and like Sheep's Head, you just you just um, you have to know your diamonds. You you bet, them. and you can crack and crack back and up the bid. But here's Hawkeye. This reminds me of a little story about four people from this certain country, and the king and queen. And their son Jack and his little daughter du- and his little sister Ducey. And they only had four hearts or three hearts between them. Four. And he goes on and he describes his whole hand. And, and everyone, he's like, and what should I do? And everyone yells, play the two clubs. Uh, yeah. It, what should right. I? Well, first he says, um, did you get that? And Charles says, everybody got that. So what should I do? And yeah, everybody, because he's what? What should I bet? And it's like four clubs, oh, four clubs. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But um, he stinks. So yeah, Charles comes in, and that's when he makes that comment about uh, flag, flag right above his neck, which is great. Anything else that I'm looking at? Yeah, um, that one was a, this one was a little deeper. Than a the other bit. two. Which, again, we had two that were pretty like, shallow in terms of a lot of plot. And then we get this one. So we always tend to get this two-episode cycle then, of... Right. Which we're back into again. Um, yeah. I think that's all I have about this episode, really. Da, 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 looking for I thought my this notes. episode had been aired earlier, though. Then, I mean, or not aired, I mean created earlier mm-hmm. oh the last thing that i that i mentioned the la the the post-commercial scene yes that we get is pot uh uh okay he is trying to help bj with his little bit of temper that he showed and uh oh, we know yes. that okay he boxes so he has a little boxing you know bag in his room or in his tent and he says, yes, I find it quite relaxing to just beat the living daylights out of this bag. And BJ comes up, all right, I'll give it a try. And he winds up and he just cold cocks the bag and just, you hear the chain snap and then you hear the bag go. <laughs> and okay, he says, maybe you should take up needlepoint. Needlepoint. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one more thing I want to bring yeah. up is the reason I want to know where this production, co- what the production number is, mm-hmm. is because the doctors were doing the triage, not oh, the nurses. Yeah. yeah. So I think that this was before Margaret taught the nurses how to triage. I think so you're right. So that's what I'm kind of waiting to see. Yeah. Uh, well, before. Yeah. 
there are a few notes for this episode. I'll get through those first, and then we'll get to the production code, which is going to surprise you now that oh. I peeked at it. Um, when Winchester first meets Flag, it's right outside of the mess tent, which there are a couple great lines. Oh, One yeah. is Flag ends up hiding in a trash can <laughs> when he has Winchester check out who's coming around, and Winchester sees him in the trash can. And uh, he goes, ah, I see. You are undercover. <laughs> that was funny. I'm going to bid you adieu, Colonel Flagg. But I'm going to go talk to Colonel Potter about better accommodations. <laughs> and then someone came in and threw their garbage on him. It was Goldman. Yeah. <laughs> it was Goldman. Yeah. It was Goldman. Why? Because he was already being paid for the yeah. episode. Um, now, in that same conversation, Winchester says, the notion that Pierce is a sympathizer is absurd pierce has a big mouth and sticks his nose into anyone's business but that makes him obnoxious not a spy and flag goes i'm obnoxious and i'm a spy <laughs> touche <laughs> uh this is not the first time that flag has goofed up his intelligence we know this not only from past episodes but because of what does the mp said say we should know just another one of colonel flags red yeah. herrings yeah. Which now this next thing makes me want to actually watch After Mash. I've never seen it. I haven't either. This is the final appearance. He would appear again in season two of the spinoff series After Mash, episode Trials, where he would testify at Klinger's trial. Evidence he brings against Klinger proves ridiculous, and he's left tirading how Klinger has them fooled. Hmm. What, <laughs> what is After Mash? Uh, it's. Well, it's, J it's Jamie Farr, Gary Berghoff, and, um... William Christopher? No. Oh, because I didn't know who he was playing to. Oh, maybe. Uh, it, it's Colonel Potter. Oh! Those okay. those three, for sure, end up working together in a hospital oh. stateside. Or at least Jamie Farr and, uh, is it Harry Morgan? Harry Morgan. Harry Morgan, Morgan yeah. At least those two end up working together after MASH. Uh, guest stars... For this episode, we have Edward Winter as Colonel Flagg, Neil Thompson as Corporal uh, Baskell, B-A-S-G-A-L-L. -L. I don't know how that's Baskell, but whatever. James Lowe as one of the MPs, Jerry Fuki, no. pardon me, Jerry Fukikawa as Hung Pak, Bob Ozazaki as Dole Pak. Again, they remember would be the mayor and the and the chief. yeah. But remember, this is exactly um, what we talked about last podcast, where was... they don't use Koreans to play <laughs> Koreans. They use Asians to play, play Koreans, Koreans because you Americans can't tell us apart. <laughs> Roy Goldman is Private Roy Goldman. The production code for this is, ready for it? Yeah. T425. Really? This was yes. the last? Uh, well, there are twenty, technically 26 episodes, so this oh, is okay. either the last or the second to last, depending. I am shocked. Yeah. I thought the, it would be an earlier one. I agree. The production... <laughs> the writer... <laughs> I don't edit these if you haven't realized that. The writer is Mitch Markowitz. The director is Harry Morgan. Hey! hey. And it's Colonel Potter. <laughs> The original air date was February 14th, 1979. Valentine's Day, wouldn't that yes, be Yes, it would. We're nowhere near that now. No. We're, for, we're, oh my God, it's two weeks until Christmas. Yes. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just realized this. I need to shop. Um, 
<laughs> so that's that episode. Uh, any comments about these three? Not really. Okay. I think we pretty much said everything we could say about <laughs> yeah. them. Um, Except, you know, not word for word, but no, pretty yeah. much. Uh, thank you for sticking around. Again, this was an extended episode because I did poor counting and didn't look ahead. And he does everything. I just sit back and show up every week. It's really <laughs> kind of nice. And then I get to listen to this fun spiel next that yeah. he'll just whirl out of his mouth yeah. like he's reading it. But I swear <laughs> to you, he's not reading it. It just comes right out. Go yeah. for it. So, so again, thank you for sitting through this. Uh, the next two podcasts will be... The normal, like, half hour, 40 minutes, because we're only going to do two episodes each. Uh, this was three, because I miscounted way back uh, at the beginning of this season. All right, so thank you for listening to us. Uh, if this is your first podcast, thank you for giving us a chance. If, this, if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back week after week. If you want to hear more of our episodes, of our podcasts... If you do the podcast thing, you can head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast application, search for Whiskey and Mash, and you can find us there. Subscribe, and every new episode we put out there will be automatically downloaded to your podcast listening device. You can also find us over on Stitcher Radio, search for Whiskey and Mash, we're there. Otherwise, if you don't do the podcast thing, you can head over to our website, narclaninc.com, that's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com, click on the podcast link, go to the Whiskey and Mash page on the website listed on that page are all of our back episodes in raw mp3 format that means that you can stream them off the page or download them to your favorite mp3 playing device such as you know an android phone an iphone or a zune if you still have that sitting around somehow if you want to get in touch with us and let us know that that baby crying in the background <laughs> that's right. neat to hear every so often <laughs> or <laughs> just you know, if we got everything right, if we got something wrong, if you know something about something we commented and you'd like to add your comments to it, head over to the website, narclaninc.com. Go to the Whiskey and Mash page. There on the website, there are two links. One looks like a Facebook icon. One looks like a mail icon. If you pit, if you click on, I said I don't edit these. If you <laughs> click on the Facebook icon, that will take you to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whiskey and mash. You can like us there so that you follow Whenever we put a new episode out, whenever we do, I always copy over the description and the link there so that if you're following us on Facebook, you get a notification about the new episode being out. You can message us on the page there and let us know what you think. Otherwise, if you don't, do the Facebook thing, because I know some people don't. Some people delete that. You can email us directly at the podcast. Otherwise, you can just email us without clicking on the link by putting in the two-line whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com. That's a lot to remember, though. That's why I have it linked on the webpage. That's the spiel. I improvised it so that you know it's not just recorded or off of a script. Until next week, though, thank you for listening. If you want to help support this podcast, share, us. share it. Share it with somebody. Force them, tie them down, tie them to a chair and make them listen to it. No, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. No, enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I am Chris. And I'm Gloria. And we'll see you next time. This um, is where the young show goes. Mesh. Oh. Good day for this, though. Yeah, I agree. Well, well hopefully it's, it's done snowing. It looks like it's tapered off. Woo! Yay! I wore the shovel and I don't have to. <laughs> nice. You too. Bye, everyone. Bye.